welcome back to Fossil and Z Spawn. Hello, Pod family. Spawn, our family's growing. Our, our Fats family. Our Fats family is growing nicely. We are over 100 strong. Woo! Yeah, my dream of having that big Fats family. <laughs> fats meaning Fossil and the Spawn, if you didn't know. You know, you guys, we actually did not know the acronym before we actually created the name. We, it wasn't planned, mm-hmm. which, which is actually kind of funny considering Emily's body image issues and my stature. Your stature? <laughs> my stature. Yeah, no, that was actually really ironic when we figured that out. We were like, wait a minute, what's, what's a good nickname? And we were like, oh my goodness. <laughs> eh. So welcome to the Fats family. You are a part of the Fats. So so listen, listen to this. Listen to this. We have now on the map, right? I get to see this little map of analytics and it's lighting up and it's so much fun. So hello, hello to the United Kingdom. Woo! Hey, Mexico. Hola. India. Hi. Philippines. Ooh. And then here in the U.S., oh my gosh, the, the, this is the only place. The map on the U.S. is the only one that actually shows us where. So we say hello to Massachusetts in the house. Massachusetts. New York. New York. I'm a native New Yorker. North Carolina. Okay, North Carolina. Vermont. Vermont. Virginia. Virginia. Connecticut, mm-hmm. home state, Tennessee, Ten I see, and Washington State, Washington State, not DC. And we have some hidden VPNers um, that gives us it says unknown, but there's a, a bunch from unknown. So if so you're out there, we hear you, we see you, you hear us, you see us. Hello, hi, hey. So that's really I'm really excited, you guys. Our little family's growing. Indeed, our family is growing. And our critters are growing in number. This week, <laughs> we have a mouse in the house. We do. Not not Mickey Mouse. Not no. the house of mouse. No, not even the cute Gus. But a mouse in the house. It's not even cute Gus Gus. Like this, in Cinderella. This little bastard ate an entire blue birthday candle. In our... Uh, in our junk drawer. In our junk drawer. So yeah. in the kitchen, we have a junk drawer. Who doesn't, right? A junk drawer. And, yeah. No, 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 no. We have a junk drawer. So I walked into the kitchen, and I noticed there was a yellow birthday candle on the floor. And I thought, okay. You no, know, instant instinct, I was thinking that the dogs chewed it. But I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, the dogs can't get into the drawer. The drawer, yeah. Because it was so a when I picked it up, it just had little nibbles in it. I went, oh, no. So I opened up the junk drawer where I keep said birthday candles and there was little brown rice poops in the drawer all rice over the poops. little, yeah, I have a little organizer in there, rice poop, little black, little, it looks like little tiny pieces of black rice, which is mouth shit. Yeah. So I pulled the whole drawer out and cleaned it, bleached it. And it gave me a reason to clean it anyway. But I noticed that in one of the little container areas of my organizer, where most of the brown little rice poops were, an entire blue candle was gone. This little bastard 
ate an entire blue candle, birthday candle. That that was like a big candle too. Well, for a mouse. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's probably bigger than the mouse was long because the only mice that I've actually it's seen like the around, size of your pinky. Yeah. Was the, yeah, the, these guys are tiny. But that's just so disgusting. I'm just completely disgusted. So it's it's like uh, man versus tiny beastlings here now. Or woman versus tiny beastlings. So mom and I were in the kitchen watching a murder documentary doing our nails one night. We were having a little, little chillax night. Um, we were eating pizza. It was great. Then we knew there was a mouse for like a little bit, but we just assumed that the, it was like in the wall somewhere. Then I look down at my freaking feet and the mouse is quite literally just sitting there chilling looking at me. It was judging you. It was judging me hardcore. And our dog's like freaking out being a mouser. Um, the shittiest mouser there ever has been and doesn't catch it, just like sniffs it. The funny thing is, is that tiny little mouse was faster than our greyhound. Italian greyhound. Yeah, our Italian greyhound. But we're on a hunt now for critters. We're on a critter hunt. When I saw the mouse at my feet, I turned to mom and I was like, we have to kill it. Which, sorry, that's bad on me, but... You can't kill Gus Gus. Yes, you can. Uh, well, my other solution was, can we capture it and then put it outside at least? Like, I just don't want it in the house. The fact that it was right by my feet is alarming. And she was like, no, 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 no. It was so small. I don't care. Well, now that I've seen it in my drawer, I want it dead. But that's the thing. This <laughs> motherfucker has been living in our house for like two weeks now. And everyone was like, no, don't kill it. Don't kill it. It's like, okay, get it the fuck out of here. As long, I do not want it in this house. As long as I don't see the little brown rice pellets. I was okay. But now that I've seen it in my drawer, yeah, now it needs to die. Again, I, I'm not cool with killing animals, but it does not belong here. It's not paying rent. It is not paying rent. It's not helping clean. It's time to go. Yeah. If we could capture it and put it outside, that's best case scenario. Clayton and I, I did that one winter. We actually caught one and he brought it outside, but that took us a couple of hours yeah to to get that thing until we cornered it <laughs> sorry little guy your life is not worth a couple of my hours <laughs> and you know the worst part is is when you know that there's one there's more yeah it's probably not just one mouse it's probably bunches of mices meese moose jinx so update on the lawnmower it's still working by the way can i get an a yahoo yahoo oh, really can you mean it Yahoo! Wee! Wee! Right, so, yeah, no, I'm proud. I'm still proud of that. I'm still feeding off of that. I'm still feeding off those good feelings. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I am. No, you should be. And our yard looks fabulous. <laughs> Can really I say is. though? So my mom, every time our lawn gets like really long, she's always like, "Oh my god, the neighbors are gonna hate us. Oh my god, we gotta go rent a lawnmower. All this type of stuff. Like, oh my god, we gotta get it fixed. Like." We're going to be evicted just because our lawn. You can't get evicted from a house you own. But you I know. know. So she's like, oh my God, we're going to be arrested because our, our lawn is so unkept. And um, then we looked out the window the other day and our neighbors, I don't think, have simply <laughs> ever mowed their lawn. Their backyard has not been mowed. But my thing is the dogs go out on a lead and when that lead gets caught on the grass stubs or they you can't even see the dog i mean it's come on you can't even see the you can't dog. even see the dog the grass is taller than the dogs that's a problem yeah 
So anyway, the grass looks fabulous. And early morning, one of them got me awake to let them out. And I was standing there and uh, Spawn Jr. came out, male Spawn. Spawn? No, if anything, I would be Spawn (laughs) Jr. Jr. He would be Spawn. You're the original Spawn. Oh. So he would be. He's Spawn 2.0. No, because. He's male Spawn. Male. Well, what's the other one? There. Anyway, male spawn. Male spawn came out behind me, and he was just absorbing. I guess the good vibes of the morning. The good vibes. And he was looking around, so he likes to go out to the uh, further out. I I'm in my PJ, so I'm standing in the doorway of the garage with the dogs outside, and he likes to trek out into the yard. Well, he spotted something off to the side, past the side of the house, obviously, that I couldn't see, and he started walking that way. So I watch him through the garage window, and I see him out by the edge of the road, where our yard meets the road. He picks something up, and all I saw was it neon yellow, and I, I couldn't tell what it was. And he chucked it, like tossed it towards our bushes. I'm thinking, what what did he just do? So he comes back and he said, I said, what was that? And he says, it was a bag of dog poop. My first instinct is, you threw it back in our yard? Yeah, I don't understand why he didn't throw it away. Why didn't he just, okay. But then, and then, but then, but then I'm like, okay, I'm getting mad at him. But who the fuck left it there? Who in our neighborhood is going out of their way, number one, to buy the plastic bags, bending over to clean up their dog mess, and then leaving it by the side of the road? To be fair, they're probably compostable. Okay, that, okay, I understand. But then... Why are you throwing it in our yard? I don't think they intentionally threw it in our... They didn't throw it in our yard. They left it on the side of the road. road. Oh, for it to get run over. Or or just in the the gutter-like area. And then I noticed just recently that there was another yellow bag over by a neighbor's curb. Who's doing this? I swear to God, I am going to put up a camera... So I can collect said bags, That's and I most, will leave them on their lawn. I swear to God, I will. Watch me. That's the most Karen thing I've ever heard. Okay, you said I'm going to set up camera. I'm going to set up a a, a Karen rug. A, a Karen rug, exactly. <laughs> I will get in touch with my internet. I think that's a horrible. I think it's bad. If you're yeah. going to go through the trouble, I you know what? Then I'm go put it in it the up. woods. Go put it in the woods. Put it in your own woods. Why are you putting it in my in my area? I don't know. All right, if that's being a Karen, I'm sorry, but. You know, I just don't understand the extent of buying the bags, picking up the feces, <laughs> yeah, and then so leaving weird. it helter-skelter around the neighborhood. Yeah. No, that's pretty... What the hell? So are we in agreement? I, I don't know. You tell me. I think people who walk their dog and don't pick up the poop after their dog are, one, savages, and two... If you go through the trouble of picking it up and then leaving it there, I just have so many questions. I was like, come on, guys. Can we do better? Because I understand. Like, the first one, like, you didn't want to pick it up. Like, you're just an asshole, right? But the second one? 
Yeah, the second one. This Makes is, this is now a no habit. Sense. This is a habit. You still picked up the poop. Ugh. Just why? Do better. There was my son who picked it up and threw it back in our yard. Yep. I don't get it. Yep. Speaking of being handed a bunch of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good segue. I like it already. Thank you. Um, Mom and I the other day got into this conversation like really late at night about blood family um, and how it isn't always actually your family. So this is an unpopular opinion. And I don't know if we share the same views on this. I think we differ a little bit. Unpopular opinion. So this is, this is a spawn unpopular opinion for sure. But I feel like this whole thing about, Oh, you have to help. Oh, my dog is snortling. Yeah. Any guys, anytime you hear like a snortle or, um, a snore or a weird noise. It's most likely the dog that's sitting right next to the microphone. She's so old. She's so old. If you saw her, you would just love her and accept her and say, snortle away, old gal. Yeah. (laughs) Keep on snortling. (laughs) But my unpopular opinion. So I guess I've just been talking to a lot of my friends lately or just even people. It doesn't necessarily have to be friends, but people who I'm close with. And they just talk about people in their family and how they feel obligated to do certain things or to stay connected with them and i i just hate that idea that blood family has to be someone that you keep in contact with and someone that you are kind of like indebted to just because your bloodline a lot of people that i talk to in counseling it's a popular topic in therapy and counseling where the boundaries are of what your responsibility is inside of your family. And it's going to be different with everyone because everyone has a different relationship Mm -hmm. with their family members. Bottom line, you don't owe anyone anything. Yeah. And that some people be like, what? I gave birth to you. No, as a mom, I'm telling you, my kids don't owe me anything. I didn't have them to take care of me. That is not how it works. You raise your kids to be independent. You raise them to go off and have a life on your own. And if you, you're lucky and they love you enough, they will do it on their own anyway because they love you. Not, nobody has to do anything. Those are choices we make. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've been really lucky where, like, obviously, for me, like, you're obviously my family, but not just because were blood related and you gave birth to me but honestly because like there's like that loyalty and that respect and that the respect is the big part yeah and just i don't know i just feel like if your mom is a horrible freaking person who has abused you for all of your life fuck that bitch like we're if you've tried to work things out then and you've gone to counseling i mean to go on to the degree of actually trying to have professional help then you don't you got to walk away for your own sanity you can't stand around and, and keep you abused i've seen it in my family i've seen it in my own life where when somebody treats you really badly and i'm not i'm talking about really badly we're not like, you know just talking about somebody said something mean abuse, to me yeah. right we're talking about physical physical abuse, abuse. Yeah. you you do not stay i don't give a crap you will you'll find a way you find a way to make it work you know you, you can be scared you can be broke you might not even know how the future's going to go but you got to get help you got to yeah like 
again, it's a lot easier said than done, but the amount of, of people I've heard saying like, oh, well, they're my cousin. Nope. Like, okay. <laughs> Guys, I haven't spoken to my cousins, I think, ever. Like, they're not my family. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're my family indirectly. Like, if someone was like, oh, who's your cousin? I'd be like, oh, that that's my cousin. But I don't know them. They have no interest in reaching out. We and have no, we don't they don't talk stay to in each touch. Other. And when you do send a card, you don't hear back. I mean, it's not, you know, it's, it's, that's how you know when you want to talk to somebody. It's, I consider my friends my family, to be honest. Right. In like a weird way. And the other thing is, is again, I, our backgrounds, like we come from small families. You know what I mean? Really small. Small families. Like I have friends who, you know, come from like huge Italian families. And so their, their dynamic is like family is everything, which is something I've just like never really understood because I, we didn't really have that. You know what I mean? Like we really just have, you, me, and the two boys. And, like, even the two boys don't really communicate with us. You know what I mean? It's kind of just, like, you and I. So it's, like, my friends are... The family that I think you're talking about that has a um, the Italian big family, they do fight for each other, though. I mean, it, we're oh, not yeah, saying yeah, yeah, that yeah. they shouldn't be. That is no, not no, the no, point. They have they dynamic, will, too. Yeah, they yeah. have dynamic love, and they fight for each other. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's what family really is. But I think your point, what you're trying to say, is that friends can fight just as hard for you, sometimes even harder, harder. than your blood relative. So the one friend that I was referring to who has the big Italian family, they truly fight for each other. They are loyalists. They love each other. They visit each other all the time. They'd probably take a bullet for each other. They too. would take a bullet for each other. And so that's like a beautiful thing because it's it like is. it's like 30 freaking people, but every single one is so caring towards the other one and like genuinely is involved. Whereas I have another friend who's a part of this big family with like great, great, great grandparents and people who like you're like, is, is that really your relative? Like, are you sure? <laughs> but it's just one of those things that you can tell that they're just so not a good dynamic. But then my other friend who you can tell comes from not a great family. It's still a very big family. You know, they have like great, great, great uncles, aunts, <laughs> grandparents. It's like pretty wild. You can tell that that dynamic is so awful, yet they still feel obligated to give a lot to those people simply because they're related. And I just, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that it's so much. In, in not genuine. It's fake, artificial, and forced. Yeah, it just, it makes you feel shitty too. You don't want to deal with these people. You don't genuinely care. I mean, you care because they're people, but you don't care because they're your family, do you? I guess what it comes down to it for me is there are varying levels of people in your life, whether mm -hmm. it's family or friends or coworkers. We have to put people into categories. And your what is priority for you and what's important is going to show. And that might not be mom mom or pop mom. You yeah. know, it might not be your great aunt. It might be, you know, your best friend is your best friend for a reason. Mm -hmm. Because they've got your back. And if your mother or your father doesn't have your back, if your brother or your sister doesn't have your back, then why would you give them the time of day? I mean, but why would you put them important in your life? You just can't. Life I'm is too short. I'm surprised you're saying that. Why? Because we've had this conversation before and I see that it kills you when I say that. About it does. Well, it does kill me. Because I remember 
I also have been trained now to see the different perspective. And also, I feel like you have the same thing with your sister. My sister and I are two very different people. And when I reach out to her and she doesn't reach back, that only hurts for a certain amount of time. And then you have to let it go. And then you have to say, I am not important to her. Therefore, she cannot be important to me. me. Yeah. Now, if she asks me to help her, of course I'm going to help her. No, but that's the thing. That's what I'm having a problem with. No, no, you no, no. You owe her nothing. Well, that's... I agree. However... Well, not her specifically. Here's, the, here's the truth. Here's the absolute truth. And I'm going to say it. This is, this is me going deep now, guys. All right? I could cry here saying this out loud. When Big Daddy D died... My own sister didn't bother to show up for me for the funeral, for nothing. The people who claim to be best friends, even though, and let me tell you something, when you want to be there, when you love someone, you will go whether or not they say they need you, you will show up. If, if my daughter calls me and says, no, it's okay, I would, I'm on the plane. Mm-hmm. I'm there. And I would do that for my friends and family that I care about. And now I know who, who did and who didn't. They would have made it here. I had people who I didn't, I was blown away that showed up for me. Yeah. And then the ones that I thought would did not. Yeah. And guess what? Guess who just dropped down on that list of priorities? Yeah, but it's You put true. your priorities. When it comes to life and death and you really need someone, you see who your real friends are. And those are the people who are to this day... I will be there for them. Yeah, it's so true. People, I will be there for the them. The people you didn't expect came out of the woodwork. That's right. That's exactly right. They Even if they couldn't make it here on the plane, they called me all the time to check in on me. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that I'm like, I see you and I thank you for that. I had a friend who was here in three minutes. Exactly. She was at this house in like literally three minutes. That same friend that you're discussing also went to the hospital freaking with us mm-hmm. so that we could see daddy for the last for, for the last time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's real. <laughs> but this is what we mean when we're talking about what's important and why not to feel bad when, let's say, your brother, your sister, your mother, your father is treating you like crap. Why it's okay to say, no, they don't get to have this power over me anymore and it's ruining my, it's ruining my life. It's ruining my future because you're just feeling bad about it and you don't have to. Yeah. No one gets to have the power unless you give it to them. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. What's your opinion on, like, I hear a lot of grand grandparents be like, you don't call me. Why didn't you call me? Stuff like that. And it's like, grandma, like. <laughs> okay, well, here's, here's what I'm going to say about that. Mm-hmm. As an adult now, when I think of my relationship with my grandparents, I fed off of my parents' reaction to their parents. Mm-hmm. So when it was, shh, don't tell your grandmother. Well, of course, now I'm looking at my grandmother thinking, I can't tell her anything. I know right. I can't trust her. My parents don't trust her. Right. And then I saw other behaviors that I'm like, that's awful. I saw the way my grandmother spoke to my father like he was a dog shit on her shoe. Well, I'm Speaking not going gonna... to... Speaking of dog shit. <laughs> going back. We just circled around on that. Wow. But honestly, I my father's mother treated him like crap. So from a very young age, I never understood... Why he allowed that. Mm-hmm. I don't blame her for his suicide, but I do blame her for not supporting him in any way emotionally. She was not there for him. And I'm not going to live that way going forward. I never will. And your question about grandparents is you're going to feed off of how your parents are with their parents. 
You can't force a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have, there are some people that I wish I have the kind of relationship they have with their grandmother or their grandfather. They loved their grandparents. There's some people out there that have that. I never knew that. Never knew that feeling. One of my grandmothers was horrible, narcissistic, crazy person. And the other one I never saw because she was in Germany. Mm-hmm. And when I did see her, she was lovely. She was fun. She would bake with us and she would, but I didn't get that. More than once every five years. So I don't know. I don't know anything about, and we'll see when I'm a grandparent. You're not going to, you can't force your kids to love their grandparents. You just can't. My situation's weird, I feel like, because I didn't have grandpas. Yeah. You know? Yeah, your grandpa's died. Grandma. You didn't even know. You've had a life, oh my God, you've actually had a life without grandfathers, really. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't have, like, that much of an extended family. Yeah, no, I know. We have, like, four people. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then Mm -hmm. the one grandma who's living is, like, sad, so. (laughs) Oh, shh. She's holding on. Uh, The one grandparent who's living is dad's mom, so. Grandma Daddy D. (laughs) Grandma Daddy Grandma She's strong woman though. No, I mean she she's she's pretty baller, lady. but I mean we don't like. She was there for us. Holy shit! It was her son. It was her son, it, bro. No, 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 no. But she could have said, "Screw you, you're your know, daughter-in-law. I don't care." She didn't. She was. She had my back. Mm-hmm. Grandma had my back. Props to to Grandma Daddy D. We love her. Mm-hmm. She was there. But again, I didn't like hang out with her. Yeah, well, you know, it's that age difference and personality differences and whatever yeah you can't force a relationship with the young and the old but i hope i i do have a fantasy that when i'm a grandma if i'm ever a grandma no pressure that if i ever get blessed with grandchildren that i will be that fun grandma that the kids want to come see I just don't, I can only imagine what the future is going to be. And maybe, maybe I will, and maybe I won't have great, you know, grandkids. Who knows? You're going to get a fucking grandkid. (laughs) If I have grand dogs. (laughs) I will give you a kid. You don't have to give me anything. Don't talk like that. That's the whole point of this whole episode. This whole podcast, this episode is supposed to be about you don't owe me anything. You make your choices and I will support you. No, I do want a kid, just no time soon. Yeah. I'm a little too selfish right now for a kid. A kid. Those are goats. What do you mean? A A kid is a baby baby goat. You, You mean a child. Sorry. Yebis. What's worse than a rapist? A child. child. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of times we just stay connected to the people that we think we need to be connected to. Uh, and I've seen this a lot with like even friends where people don't really want to get rid of those that don't serve them anymore. And when I say serve, I mean in the way where you are no longer getting anything out of the relationship that's beneficial for you. That You mean that it's just time spent with someone who that's not valuable that doesn't mean anything that's not literally doing anything for you whether that be just entertainment or you know security or friendship literally anything but just your time with that person is strained obligation yeah exactly yeah just because you guys have a relationship yeah that's a tough call because there are people who are right now friends and there are forever friends yeah and sometimes we 
grow faster than someone else and sometimes they grow faster than we do and that puts that separation where we just don't really understand each other anymore mm-hmm. recognizing that is tough for the person who's grown faster because <laughs> well, then they feel like they have to break it off and it's painful and the thing is is you don't really have to break it off as much as they just need to understand especially what happens watching myself and you and a lot of other people when it's time to release someone who has been in your life for any reason, it, even though you feel like you're, you're doing something them. wrong, yeah. it's about knowing when it's a waste of time to talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, you know that it's going to be a two-hour conversation of nothingness. Nothing. Yeah. And that was two hours you really needed to do something else that was more important. So is it kind or is it cruel is the real question. To stop talking to them? To stop talking to them. Well, it's cruel to them because they don't really understand why. Because they're not in the position that you are. But how are they going to learn that their life needs to move forward and do something else when they're just really wasting the two hours talking about nothingness? <laughs> it's nothingness to you. It doesn't mean it's not nothingness to them. But you have to look out for yourself. Yes. I'm trying to figure out a way to word this that doesn't sound absolutely horrible. I know, that's the thing. It's just like, oh. It might sound cruel to say it, but if you're not having fun and you have 30,000 other things to do, do that are actually important for your future, your career, your school goals, homework, you have to cut the garbage. Because when we all say we want to be successful, but people who are successful don't waste their time with people who aren't, you know, moving, moving in the same direction. Yeah. You know, I mean, I have a friend who I have known for 49 49 years. Thanks, Moon. 49 years I've known this person. That's crazy. We met, I was five, she was four, and we're still... Now, we can not talk for ages, like months, and then talk for hours. We never lost where we were when we last spoke. Yeah. And a real friend is going to accept that you're busy, and then pick up right where you left off. Mm-hmm. And that's to me is the telling difference between the person who just wants to talk at you because they're bored or lonely because they're not doing what they need to do not to be bored and lonely. And then there's the people who are your real, real friends who understand that you're busy. Hey, I'll catch up with you. Hey, oh my gosh, it's been six months. Yeah, okay, great. What's been going on? Mm-hmm. Those are the real friends. But the ones who make you feel bad, those are the ones that you kind of have to, sh- to get you know, put boundaries up. You have to put the boundaries up. I think that's why my first, like, two years of college, I was, like, kind of disappointed slash... I don't want to say sad, but, like, yeah. Where it was, like, one of those things where I was filling my life with right now friends. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I did, like, if you're listening to this, you're a forever friend. You know? (laughs) The people people that I know that are listening to this, like, (laughs) this is not from college. This is not directed towards you. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. I was filling my life with so many right now friends that were not serving me. And that were literally just doing more damage than it was good. When you're keeping each other from doing what you're supposed to be doing by just talking nothingness. Just talking nothingness, but also just, I mean, we didn't jive, but I was fighting so hard just to have a person. 
Or people, not a person, people. I don't see, I think in the, this is what concerns me about the social media era. Hmm. I would rather have two have my back, bury the dead body with me people than a billion likes on Facebook or Twitter or Insta. I would rather have those two people have my back than to have a billion followers anywhere on social media. You know what really sucks, though? When you finally catch on that you're the right now friend to someone. <laughs> yeah. That shit low-key no. hurts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but That's then it's, right. it's good, though, because I was thinking about that. Um, I had some people that I was connected to in college, and I looked at them kind of wanting a forever friendship, and I quickly realized that I was just a secondary character in their story. Right. And then, but the thing is, is like, it worked out better for me after I realized that. But I had to be honest with myself. Right. No, rejection, in, it feels like rejection regardless. I no. mean, but like low-key, they kind of suck. So like. It does. <laughs> and it happens all throughout life. Yeah. You might have a good hour with someone in a class or meet some guys or drop your kid off at school and talk to a mom, you know, another mom for an hour and think, oh, they're so nice. We can be friends. And then they really talk about you behind your back. They don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It happens forever and it's okay. Yeah. You got to be realistic with yourself. I guess really this episode is kind of about knowing when it's okay not to feel guilty for letting someone in your life go. We have to be okay with people not understanding what you're doing. Yeah. And with people maybe not thinking of you in the best light. Right. If you weren't malicious towards them. With that caveat. Because I think a lot of times I'm like, oh, I don't want them to think I'm rude. Or I don't want them to think I'm mean. You know, whatever whatever it is. But then it's like, okay, but who freaking cares they're a secondary in my story so why does it matter we can't be friends with everyone even if you've been mean to somebody unintentionally and then you realize oh my god i was so horrible that day or you know i was they really caught me off guard and i know i bit their head off or whatever just own up to it and move on we're all making mistakes we're all human yeah but yeah family oh my god you know what you don't have to love your family no i think that We feel so guilty for that, but it's true. Well, that's because it's a learned behavior. You either jive with somebody or you don't. Yeah. You can love all of your family. If anything, I'm envious of that. No, you can't. That's a really beautiful thing. But if you feel guilty or feel like that you don't want to give that support to them, you don't fucking have to. Yeah. You do not have to. That's something that's difficult to accept. And I wonder how many people out there lie about loving their families. <laughs> the amount of people I hear like, no, but I, I love my dad. He's just like a little misogynistic and he kind of hates me a little and bit. Racist and racist. And, and, he, and he doesn't accept that I'm gay. And he, yeah. but you know, I, I love my dad. But like, sometimes I wish, you know, he would go in a coma. But you know, it's yeah. just like. It's he's those, only hit me eight he, times. He's only. But he said he was sorry. But he's my dad. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Stop talking to your dad. Tell him he's an asshole. Because he is. Be confrontational sometimes. It's okay. No, no. Maybe let's alter that to say it's okay to stand up for your well-being. Yeah, be like, I don't like the way you treat me. That's a fair statement. If the other person, the other party involved, 
the other family member is willing to go to counseling to clear up the relationship, then it's worth working on. But if anybody, husband, brother, sister, whatever, brother, sister, mother, whatever, (laughs) if your mother, father, brother, sister, if you're, if the other person you have a problem with isn't willing to go to counseling with you, then they're clearly not worth it. Period. End of story. Got to fight for each other, people. Fight for For your right to family. Wasn't that lovely? That was really good, guys. I know you're going to, we're going to get contracts for our singing voices soon. That too. It's the phlegm. She's learning German. It's ligma. What? What's a ligma? Ligma on these balls, bitch! Oh, oh ligma these nuts! I walked right into that one, didn't I? <laughs> I should know better. I should know better. Ligma on this pussy! Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Ligma nuts. Okay. Ligma nuts. It's a bit much. Lick on my nuts. Yeah, it's a bit much. <laughs> it's a bit much. <laughs> Your grandmother's going to listen to this. <laughs> no, she's not. No, she's not. No, she won't. She would not. She doesn't even know how to use a computer. Points were made. She's like, I'm not buying cable. <laughs> it's a true story. I get her Netflix for every 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 year I renew her Netflix account. Dude, every time we'd go to grandma's house, I'd be like, no! <laughs> no cable. No, no cable, nothing. no internet. No in- anything. I was straight in the trenches out here. You were. I was in the basement playing with soda bottles and shit. <laughs> you were. <laughs> that's the funny part is you actually were. That's how. That's I was like, how- oh, what's this? A piece of grass? <laughs> Look at Mr. Grassman. He's now talking to Mr. Paperbag. Hello, Mr. Paperbag. No, what literally. You... Use like the Teddy Grahams. <laughs> you took a piece of grass and you played Blade. <laughs> okay. All of that and more. Tune in next week to Emily's fucked up childhood. <laughs> my childhood wasn't fucked up. I didn't think so. I did really my best to make it. Fun. No, my childhood had fucked up tendencies. But it wasn't fucked up. I had a nice childhood. I think the actual problem there was I tried to allow you to have too much fun on your own. You started to feel unsafe. And that led to the OCD issues. (laughs) We're really airing out all my dirty laundry on here, aren't we? That's really cool. I need to start painting myself in a better light. Guys, I have like the fattest ass ever. (laughs) And I'm like super intelligent. You are? Um... (laughs) Oh, thanks, you love you, you love your old dog. I love my old dog. You let her snortle on your podcast. Um, I'm, like, super fit, and, like, you I are. eat really healthy. You do. And, um... You're gorgeous. I, I have, like, a gorilla grip cooch. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, I'm blonde, and... <laughs> and I'm, like, really successful. Mm-hmm. So everyone should envy me and want to be me. Or... Um, but yeah, I'm really mentally sane. What else? What are other good things about me? You're funny. This podcast says otherwise, but... Well, we tend to get into these conversations, conversations, especially when we have arguments because your brother won't keep it the frick down and the background is pumping and we've got to go knock on his door and say, would you please keep it down? We're trying to record. 
I swear to God, y'all are going to make me spend your inheritance building a studio. Okay. That just benefits me. How? Because I'll I'm inherit spending... the studio. Will you? Yeah, and then I'll rent it out to people. Okay. I'm a businesswoman. Is that what we're doing now? If you bought a studio, think about that. That's just like... I've looked up the pods. No, they no. have They have soundproof booth pods you can buy, and you just have to assemble them. I've actually considered it. I saw that. They were pretty cool. Yeah. I don't think we have enough room. Oh, I'll find room. We'd have to, like, take out this whole... Like, we would have you to put it in it the basement. Room. Girl. Girl. Not what? the Not the basement. The basement. But yeah, fuck your family. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, wait. Don't fuck your... Sweet home Alabama. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. What are you doing, step bro? Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. No. Nope. Always creeped me out when I think back on one girl that I, from middle school or elementary, where was it? A fellow student back in the day okay. when I was young. I remember her saying her brother was so good looking and I was creeped out forever by that comment. Did she actually say that? She said that. And, and what was the grossest part was she thought it was even more funny because I went, stop. And she said, no, I mean it. If he wasn't my brother, and I'm like, do not Whoa! finish. Do not finish that sentence. I'm going to vomit. That is the grossest thing I've ever heard. No, that's weird. Was her brother hot, though? I don't know. I don't remember ever seeing her brother. Maybe he was locked in an attic. I don't know. Wait, that's really that's weird. That's some weird-ass stuff right there. Just, like, stop. Also... As your sibling, don't you see, like, the worst side of them when you be like, I hate you? Don't y'all have, like, sibling rivalries and everything, or is that just... There are, you know, believe it or not, Em, there are actual brothers and sisters that do get along. <laughs> I just... <laughs> that concept really boggles my mind. Unfortunately, you and your brother do not naturally get along. Which one? Neither. <laughs> You're actually pretty good with Michael. Um, he likes you. He like, uh, are you sure? Yeah, he does, because you're kind to him. Am I? You are. So that's why when you are not mean so kind to him, he takes you seriously. Oh, I feel like I'm mean to him, but... I don't just... think... I wouldn't call it mean, I'd call it firm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous when people don't treat people with special needs um, the same. And I, you know what I mean by that. Not like, obviously there's going to be things where you need to be considerate and know that they have differing needs but Just when, have have when people patience. pretend they're like a pet <laughs> rather than uh, a person it's like no like do the shit that i asked you to do yes you have to be firm they're still a person bro they might take longer to learn you, you gotta expect better for them it's a lot of work though and it's easy to be discouraged because it takes a lot of patience so next podcast, we're going to talk about dream interpretations. Mm -hmm. That's something that a lot of people come to me about. Yeah. So I think that would be something fun to talk about. So hopefully tune in next week. Dreams are crazy. Dreams are crazy, but they're never what you expect them to mean. So let's have some fun with that. And get rid of your awful families. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or stand up for stand yourself. Stand up for yourself. And don't be afraid to, don't be afraid to what? To put boundaries and 
expect people to respect them. Put up those boundaries and respect yourself and others. Ooh, that got really after school specially, didn't it? I was talking to a friend the other day who has a decent amount of friends, but she still feels very lonely. And I think it was very telling that we both realized that the friends that she has in person close to her are not good people and are no longer serving her in any way. And we had to have a long and hard conversation about how her whole point was that she didn't want to cut them off. She felt horrible doing that and then she would be alone. And I was like, but you're literally sitting here telling me that you already feel alone. So they're doing a horrible job doing the thing that you claim you're scared to have after. Right. It's it's really kind of ridiculous. You got to leave you got to open up the space to have somebody new come in by getting rid of the old stuff. Yeah. If you if your closet is full of clothes, you're not going to benefit from bringing in more clothes. There's no place to put them. Put them Same yeah. thing with family, friends. You you got to clean the closet. Yeah. You know, clean it out and then what you have will be absolutely fantastic. You're only going to draw the love you think you deserve. That includes friendships. Yes. So let's do better. Do better. All right, guys. Was that useful? Not useful? I guess we'll find out. Come back next week when we talk about dream interpretations. Dream interpretations. Bring those crazy dreams and we are going to talk about it. Talk about it. All right, guys. Have a fantastic week. Enjoy your week. Do fun things. Do fun things. Be you. Cut some grass. Cut some grass. <laughs> Smoke some grass. No. no. Well, <laughs> maybe. Only if it's legal in your area. <laughs> Massachusetts, have fun. <laughs> um, where else is it legal? California. I, I have no idea. I actually don't smoke. Yeah, I know. I thought I was being funny. Okay. Love you guys. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.